Welcome to the podcast. I dissect important topics in culture, politics, and media through the lens of critical thinking, not tiresome hyperbole, annoying partisanship, or ridiculous demagoguery. Like the Marines, we are the few and the proud, independent, free-thinking voices out there. But the voice of reason still must be heard. If you want to escape the filter bubble of endless groupspeak and shaming as well as the herd mentality of my way or the highway, you are home. Here we seek first to understand, then to draw conclusions. It doesn't matter what you think. Just that you think deeply and be open to all perspectives. I will learn from you. You will learn from me openly and honestly with empathy for all viewpoints. In short, we will be critical thinkers here. I am David Hopkins, professor of humanities, your guide. My goal is to apply critical thinking, logic, reasoning, and analysis of philosophy and history to add context and understanding to our modern world. But enough with the formalities of introduction. Let's get started. It has taken me time to develop an outward focus of my academic and intellectual pursuits. It may be with the end in sight of my professional career as an educator. I'm finding a need to be more outspoken. I may still have a couple decades left, but life as an adjunct professor is one of uncertainty from term to term and year to year, let alone my health and my life in general. So surely I'm more close to the end than the beginning of my career, thus this podcast. At this point, I realize I can't do anything I want to do. I'm just too old for that, but I can be a whole lot more than I have already been. I teach the humanities, literature, philosophy, history, culture, politics, art, music, and dance. Basically all the humanistic studies, all the way from prehistory through the information age we currently live. I've taught Asian humanities, Western civilization, African humanities, Latin American humanities as well. I'm by no means, though, the ivory tower professor. I spent much of my life as a soldier, a stockbroker, trader, a financial advisor, a hotel manager, even a C-level executive in academic publishing and training. This life experience informs who I am as much as the academic training and teaching. Through all the experiences inside and outside the walls of higher education, it took time for me to decide what was important enough to talk about in a podcast and it surely evolved over time. I won't bore you or or let you know some of the crazy ideas I considered before settling in on this topic, but ultimately, one topic alone. First it whispered to me, then spoke very loudly to me, and that's critical thinking. You know, to me and my students I teach, this seems to be the most critical skill, but it's a skill that's in decline in modern society. We're going through a crisis in modern culture. There is a lack of critical thinking in the ancillary tools, the techniques and methods to see a situation, to think critically, because these 
things are being thrown out unlike I've ever seen in the last couple decades. I don't think it was a cataclysmic shift. Most things really are not. But probably this was a simmering, festering disease that now is finally at the surface. You know, cancer can develop unknown and undetected in the body for many years until the symptoms show themselves in some form. And then once they show themselves, a doctor can then see it, evaluate the severity of it, and then provide treatment for the disease. The population of America is suffering from a poisonous cancer. You know, from MySpace and Facebook, at its earliest onsets with this promise of quote-unquote to bring us all together, and that matured, and then Twitter comes along trying to get us to articulate a stance on complex topics in 140 characters or less. Now I believe it's, what, 280 to cable news that somewhere along the last couple decades began dropping the news and went all in with a clamoring panel yelling and screaming at each other to make their point. How funny, how ridiculous. Now news broadcasters can't help themselves but to pontificate their personal views versus just delivering news. They're going to think for you now. They're now activists and they're not reporters. Political decorum. We'll talk a lot about these in the various podcasts. It's never been perfect and it's been downright ugly many, many times. So let's not pretend that in our current era we're at right now that it just happened all of a sudden. But it's almost inarguable that Discourse has descended into the realm of bickering adolescence. Teaching our kids that it's okay when someone disagrees with us to yell, name call, blame, dig in your heels with a no compromise tantrum. We don't allow that with our own children, but yet we have to put up with it from these children politicians in Washington, D.C., As a society, we need to cure this festering disease. It needs to be approached on multiple fronts. And so I believe it's important as as I speak for the first time to get all the expectations out on the table. I only have three of them. As I know you're going to judge me and my analysis through the expectations that I lay forth, what is surely true is when expectations are not clear and not shared, People begin to become emotionally involved and and simple misunderstandings become compounded and it turns into personal clashes, communication breakdowns. So expectation number one is I have no desire to change your opinion on anything. I want to say that one more time. I have no desire to change your opinion on anything. I want you to learn to form your opinions and perspectives based on critical thinking. You know, when I tell my students that in class, they almost look at me stunned that I'm never going to push my opinion out on them. I want anyone listening to my voice right now to know, I just want you to learn to think. It's your job to to form your own opinion based on your 
own beliefs, your own past history, all of those things. But if you do it critically, then I view this as a success. And I don't mean being a robot, you know, that every single instance in your life, you just become an analytical machine. But I mean understanding how to be an intellectual, open-minded, empathetic thinker. I won't convince you what politician to vote for, what religion to practice. I mean, for me, in this format, it's silly to think that's even possible. My cause is to awaken your brain, awaken your thinking skills, to become sharper, clearer, spot the BS, identify the demagogues. So when something happens in the news, you have that ability to transcend the superficial garbage. You know, really, it is easy to see the how of things, but it's very hard to find the whys. We strive to go deeper here, and I hold myself accountable to this first expectation. Expectation number two, I don't want to take on easy topics, superficial society perspectives, or the drama du jour from Twitter. This isn't really worth my time. We will use in our podcast some of the content produced by our politicians, our media, and our figures that have a public voice, but I'm not interested in superficially evaluating topics on the surface, and you're not ever going to get any yelling, screaming, name-calling from me in regards to opinions on politics and religion and the stuff going on in culture, except if it comes to the point when we're talking about thinking critically that's my passion and that's where we're gonna we're gonna focus expectation number three confrontation and disagreement are good it's actually wonderful that every single one of us we don't think the same way how horribly and tragically boring if everyone always thought the same disagreement is really what makes us makes the human human Our country is the greatest melting pot in the entire world. It is the, it's the strength of our nation. Somehow, some way, this is turning into conform with the status quo mindset or be shunned. We simply can't grow and get better without disagreement. Yes, it is possible to disagree without getting angry and name calling. We just never see it happen in the public sphere as our public figures, quite frankly, suck at it. And most of the time, they fail miserably to exercise the skill of critical thinking. But we don't need to be like them. It isn't easy, but it is simple. I know society wants to push us all into exactly the same box. And I get that. Now, if anyone dares to have a different opinion, mobs attack, scream, cancel, they call names, and they're seeking destruction of the person, both financially, professionally, whatever. But you know, I'm too old and comfortable in my skin right now. So I'm just going to be authentic. The agree with me or shut up, or the agree with me or I won't listen mentality is a very deadly poison that's infecting our society. I hope you will think 
in a better version of you over our time together. I also hope for myself that I think better version of me as time goes on. This relationship is sidernistic. What I hope through the topics in this podcast, when you come across a disagreement or confrontation, you attempt to not only understand the concerns underlying that position in your mind, that's the first step, but also that you articulate and discuss in the real world with actually real people, whether you do it personally or online in a creative, mutually beneficial way. The private forum that I've set up was designed just for that purpose. It is a public square, a place of sharing and learning environment for everyone. If you have a network of open-minded friends, critical thinkers, that's even better. You can sit face-to-face and discuss topics, and, and that's wonderful. But many don't have such a place where they can feel safe to have discussions and, and to actually want to listen to other sides and try to understand them. The private forum was designed just for that. You know, first we need to seek to understand and then to be understood. This principle is key to critical thinking. Unless we learn to value the differences in opinions, unless we value each other and be open to the possibility that maybe a little bit of both of our sides is right, that life isn't always this binary either or, or that maybe there are other alternatives that just aren't making it well known We'll never be able to transcend the limits society tries to thrust on us every single day. And know those emotions are strong and there are forces at play that do not want you to have a difference of, an, of opinion. You can exercise the courage to be open, to express your ideas, your feelings, and your experiences in a way that will encourage other people to be open as well. You can value the difference in other people when someone disagrees with you. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could say, good, I mean, you see it differently. You don't have to agree with them. You can simply affirm them and do it without fear of being attacked. And you can seek to understand when you you see only two alternatives, yours and the quote-unquote wrong one, you can find that synergistic third third alternative that life doesn't have to be, was not designed to be, nor should it be an us versus them mindset. This, this isn't some kumbaya utopia of we will all get to get, get along all the time. I mean, that is just silly. This is life in the planet Earth and nothing is perfect. But if you approach politics, culture, society, and other people from a different perspective than our politicians do, than social media puts out and the mass media, life can become full of wonderful, crazy, and yes, sometimes frustrating opinions. But your perception, your thinking skills, and your intellect becomes deeper and broader and this can make life less frazzled less confused worried and anxious all the time i want to quote emerson quick 
That which we persist in doing becomes easier. Not that the nature of the task has changed, but our ability to do it has increased. We must not cease from pushing ourselves. It takes practice. It takes training. It takes listening. It it takes all these facets of life to become a critical thinker. You have to methodically disciplined and and put your mind to wanting to make the changes but you can do it your brain is powerful it's just been put to sleep for many of us just from all the stuff and all the poison that's been spewed out to us over the years and decades i hope this first episode i call it episode zero gives you insights into what i hope to accomplish which is to dissect important topics in culture, politics, and media through the lens of critical thinking, not tiresome hyperbole, annoying political partisanship, or ridiculous demagoguery. I think all my training and teaching in the humanities has led me to this point of my life to launch this. I think the problem of the lack of sound intellect and critical thinking leads to a lack of free thinking and open-mindedness which is extremely dangerous for any society i think everyone would say yeah my opinion matters and i'm i'm free to choose it that's easy to say that it's actually the lowest form of intellect but it's a whole nother thing to allow the exact same courtesy to others Especially in a society that seems to believe, seems to say, uh, believe like me, or you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a misogynist, you're a communist, you're a socialist, or whatever name calling ist label you want to put on the end of it. You know, free thinking and deep thinking, they, they didn't die overnight. And you don't gain the skill to think critically overnight, it takes time. But in the end, we all individually in our own sphere of family, friends, our local community, we can start to change. And if this happens, then all of a sudden, if communities are changing, cities can change and counties can change and states can change. And then we could change the entire country. I mean, those are grandiose dreams But things are always in a state of change. They never stay the same. So just as sometimes things fall into decay, growth and rebirth comes from those change. We learn that throughout studying history. As we go from the plague in the the Middle Ages, uh, we get the rebirth of the Italian Renaissance. So we can make a change. It's not impossible to do it. And so in the end, thinking critically can open new doors to a new perspective and I hope you will join me on this journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found value for the time you invested with me today. For discussion on this topic and many others, I invite you to join our private forums. I personally will be over there and engaging with everyone. And it's just a community of like-minded thinkers just like yourself. If you're not a member yet and looking for a community online that is very different, go to www.david.com.
davidhopkins.com. That's www.davidhopkins.com. Follow the links and you can join us. You know, the best way to expand intellectually is to engage in a real dialogue in a way that fosters growth, understanding, and rigorous discussion without all the name-calling, demagoguery, and flame-throwing silliness of social media and the rest of society. This is what the private forum provides. I would love to see you join. Until the next episode, all my very best to you and your family.